This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And we are so privileged to have Warren Gray Elliott in the studio with us. And as many of us know, he's been a while in the ministry, and he's got a very successful uh, music ministry as well as a songwriter, and he has got an amazing story to tell <laughs> us. He has had such an incredible journey with the Lord over his life, in his life. And, you know, he's going to share with us a little bit later. We've all got a story to tell. But, you know, when God is in it, then it is so adds so much more value. So, Warren, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. It's a privilege. And I'm really looking forward to sharing his incredible journey where he's had really many challenges and but i don't want to spoil anything <laughs> i'm going to allow him to share with us his amazing story but i cannot tell you the next song is by zach williams and it's called the rescue story and i think it is so apt for the journey that warren has been on in his life as well as his incredible life with lalani as well as 11 children Oh, my word, God is so incredible. I mean, we do not hear of that. And so um, he's going to share with us his journey of how he's just tapped into the Lord and how they've just, as a family, come together and navigated their lives, just depending on God's provision. And that is our topic today is about God's provision, Mm. wisdom, and guidance through difficult and uh, unprecedented times that we are living in right now that our faith will not be wavered so we're looking forward to your story um, Warren and thank you so much for joining us this Pleasure, afternoon thank you. so we're going to first listen to Zach Williams The Rescue Story good afternoon family and friends and thank you for staying tuned in with us this afternoon and we've just got an incredible guest with us today and his name is warren elliott and uh, many of us know him but i think he's just got such a super special Mm -hmm. story an incredible brave story and um you know we just have as families are really struggling at the moment with blended families um other issues financial issues There's just so much happening in the world today. And we are living in a time where things are really, really tough. And, you know, Warren is just, I want to encourage you people just to please go on Facebook. We are live right now. And we've got an incredible, uh, lots of things happening on Facebook. So come and watch us and see who our guests are. And you get to see us a little bit as well and get to know who we are. And, um, yeah, we have a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, on Facebook, so uh, go and uh, listen to us. And then I want us to also, you can stay, uh, you know, connected to us on WhatsApp. We've got a WhatsApp number. It's 081-729-1657. 
And our telegram number is exactly the same, 081-729-1657. And our SMS line is 37988. Our Facebook page is 729 Carpser Council or Cape Pulpit, 729 Cape Pulpit. We have a counseling department, which is also good to know. <coughs> it's 021-917-7000, and you just need to press option one, and we can possibly guide you and uh, direct you or if you need prayer. So we are there for you. So I just want to encourage you, as you know, that this is a program where we often talk about uh, unpre- you know, really unusual topics, and but it all affects the family. And we know that we can rise above that if we just have a bit of <coughs> wisdom and a bit of <coughs> knowledge, and we are here to give you hope, and we're here to give you um, some encouragement when real life happens. <coughs> so... Warren, thank you so much. Shame, you are struggling, but are you okay? I've got a frog in my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry. That is the challenges we all have. I I have it almost every week. (laughs) But thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. You've got a beautiful story. So I just want you to know, I know you've struggled as a teenager, um, even from childhood, Mm. and give us a little bit of a background of your childhood and how you grew up and what the challenges were until adulthood no thank you Renette Um, and once again thanks for having me Um, yeah childhood was a bit of a um, I would say a a struggle and um, I I grew up without parents and um, yeah so it was we we were quite I would say um, you know money wasn't you know very um, what's the word I'm looking for um, in overflow. <laughs> yeah, there was no overflow in money, so it was we were qu- quite poor, and uh, uh, it it was it was difficult times, and uh, I was actually exposed to a lot of stuff during that time. So I grew up with my grandfather, but um, my my mother was um, just a woman in the house. She wasn't a, a like a mother figure to me. So she moved around and went out a lot, and uh, so it was just a woman that I. I had to call mother I think at that stage I can't actually remember but um, she was a quite violent person mm. and my very first experience was of her that I can remember was I was about five years old and like I said to you early on uh, before we started the show is um, I actually have a very I would say a good short-term memory because it's very short so Just as yeah, well, <laughs> yeah but but the thing is that a lot of these tra- traumatic experiences actually burn into your soul you don't forget them. And, I, I, you know, these are the things that actually stay with you and in a, in a, in a way govern your, your way of, of living until a certain age, uh, until you actually start seeing the truth. And uh, so there's a lot of, uh, yeah, I'm going to go into the details of what, what everything yes, that happened, yes. but there's a lot of, of uh, aggression and, and, and stuff that I was exposed to um, and uh, also humiliation. Um, you know, I, I had an uncle that really, he drank a lot. And uh, he used to cut my hair when he was drunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so it would end up really, you know, full of, I don't know what the word in English is. Harper. Harper, yeah. <laughs> There's no English word for harper. Haps. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that you so can imagine. I, I always joke when I, when I share my testimony is that, you know, in these days where we live in now, those those kind of styles would have been in, in you know, in, in fashion. Yes. But those Not days those it weren't, days. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I had to go to school with all these... Harper in my 
in my hair and uh, um, you know he would also come to school when we had you know um, what you call it uh, assembly uh, and he would he would come in there drunk and shout my name and uh, it you know it's humiliating I would cry you know running out and avoiding him and uh, a lot of stuff happened I was exposed to stuff that um, like a neighbor actually killed my cat in front of me oh yeah and I was eight years old and uh, you know at, the, at that stage I didn't realize it but later on I realized someone actually just opened my eyes on it because you know when a when a boy of eight years old if something happens to him that that threatens him or you know brings fear he he can run to his father and and ask for help and protection but I didn't have that and uh, so I had to deal with this stuff on my own and um uh, at the end, at the age of ten, this this very uncle of mine that actually um, you know had this drinking problem, he invited me to to the park. Um, I was ten years old, like I said, and um, we I helped him to carry some beers, tall beers. It's called courts. Yes. And uh, and at one stage, I was playing on the grass. Can't remember what I was doing, but uh, I saw him break this bottle in two. So he had the next section. He was putting grass. It looked like grass to me. He was putting grass in it, and uh, he started smoking it. And then one stage he called me closer and uh, he grabbed me behind my neck and he, he said to me, just inhale. And uh, he blew Dacha up in my nose. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so, and I believe that was that, that was somewhat like a point of return. Um, and uh, from there on, life just went downhill at a, at a quite a pace. Um, you know, I, I would stay out late drinking um and smoking, stealing. I mean, at that age, and it's really happening yeah. in real life today still. Yeah, stealing, stealing money to buy cigarettes. And um, if my uncle that, that actually brought me up, he was a very kind, loving, um, he, he couldn't discipline me. He was um, yeah, really just a, a, a beautiful person. And uh, I really miss him. Um, he, he never had the opportunity to see what I've become. Oh. Unfortunately, oh. but I'm sure he's in heaven and he's looking down on us. Um, but yeah, so I um, I started drinking and stuff, and I would I would uh, I would kick his 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 windows out if he wouldn't if he if he couldn't give me any money. Uh, or he would send me to the shop to buy bread with a fifty rand note or a twenty rand. I would I would say I lost it, or I would just use you know use all the money and not bring the bread. So a lot of stuff went went sour, and uh, I think uh, a life changing experience for me was in 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 matric when I started playing guitar, and directly afterwards I, I actually wrote this song that was so depressing, really, mm. and uh, um, I was I was proud of it, but I didn't actually know that you know when you start creating things, you know, with your creativity, you start writing those emotions just automatically come out, yes. and you don't plan on writing something de depressing or, or you know uh, dark but it just comes out and uh, um some people heard the song and obviously nothing nothing happened with it but um i ended up in the music business yes and uh i'm really just jumping quickly from yes, yes, yes. No, no, <laughs> I've, got, I've got so much detail that i want to fill in but um yeah but um I ended up in the music business, and uh, I wrote I wrote a few songs that that um, actually one song that was um, somewhat a, a rip off of a of a gospel, where, uh, you know, a song that we all know. He's got the whole world in his hands. Yes. And yes. this song that I wrote is the name was Fear Varam, and sound a lot like um, he's got the whole world, but it wasn't intentional. Um, but this song ended up 
you know, taking me touring all over South Africa. And uh, it opened up a new, whole new life for me. Mm. And um, the money was good. Um, and uh, But, you know, I was never home. Um, and, yeah, it, it was it was quite, you know, I would say um, the, the Afrikaans word is, it's, it's, yeah, let's it's not go. Life. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's an empty life, and um, you f- you're full of everything, but the, you all, you know, there's something special lacking, and uh, so everything just basically steered up to a point where um, m- my wife and I would sit um, at a table smoking, and um, we would say that we we really feel that we need to change our lives. Mm. And uh, not knowing why this and, and when, you know, why this feeling all of a sudden just, you know, it, it's like a knock on, on your heart's door. Just, and, and you get this urge to open. And um, so we met this one guy and he just, you know, by the grace of God, invited us to church. And uh, he was in an Eng- English church. And um, yeah, so that, that night I just put my hand up and I gave my life to Christ. And uh, I cried like a baby yeah. for I don't know how many hours. Oh. And uh, I, I was the kind of guy that there was like more, you know, swear and cursing in a sentence than normal words. Mm. And the very next day, um, I think just after I woke up, you know, th- that was my, my normal speaking, just swearing. You know, I couldn't explain something without using, yeah. uh, you know, like yes. a... Cussing away. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I just realized, but there's no swearing. And uh, I remember picking up the Bible and started reading. That was the day after, you know, it was the evening service. And I came back and I obviously slept. And the next day I opened up the Bible and uh, and it, it's, it looked different. Wow. It sounded different. It read different. Mm. And there was like a, a deeper meaning to everything that I read. And obviously the Holy Spirit was present now. Before the time it wasn't anything. And um, yeah, so... Um, I thought my life would obviously change to the to the better then, and uh, I was very wrong. Because mm. obviously, um, previously I was no threat to the devil. Yes. And uh, now I started to become yes. a threat. You're not easy anymore. No, I'm not easy anymore. And uh, yeah, so a lot of stuff happened then, and uh, yeah, at at one stage my I'm, I'm going to go to to this session number two. Your your next yes, question, if you yes, don't mind. Yes. So yes, it all just start this along. And uh, so. Um, we, what happened was I was still in the music business um, for a while afterwards, but um, I went on tour and, but I wouldn't drink anymore. I, you know, I, I would, in, in the past, I would end up, you know, leaving the venues at four or five o'clock in the morning drunk and I would have like 30, 40 missed calls from my wife on the phone. Mm. And I can only imagine what she must have That's felt okay. like, you know, and, and going through, you know, not knowing if I was safe and what I was doing. And, um, yeah, so... After that, after being saved, I still did some shows, but obviously just drinking coffee and and it just actually, you know, it, it's like it dried up because mm, I wasn't the fun guy that people used to book and and drink and make jokes and um, so it, it started drying up and um, at one stage um, we we found that uh, Liani was was diagnosed with cancer. Um, yeah. And because uh, she she started battling to to open her mouth to to eat, and it was I think it's called glandular cancer, mm-hmm. and um, 
but uh, yeah, I skipped a very important point, you know. Um, before we got saved, um, we actually, I was on tour and my wife phoned me. And for some reason, I missed this now. It's so important, actually. Mm. Um, my wife phoned me and she asked me if we could take in this little boy. He was seven weeks oh, old. Yes, you did share that with me. Yeah, and uh, um, and I said yes. You know, we could, not knowing that it would be, <laughs> you know, I, I thought it would be for like two weeks or maybe a month or so. And uh, and six or seven months after we, we took him in, um, we, we got saved. And it's, it's really like uh, I can see God's hand in everything. And because my wife, uh, she comes from a, from a, from a, a let's call it a, a, a difficult marriage. And, mm. and um, she has kids from that marriage. So I, not having a father, ended up uh, being a father to three children. And, and I really believe that, that um, God was preparing my heart for what was to come. Uh, we, we have a daughter together, a biological daughter. And she's, oh, she's, she's, she's 21 now. And um, yeah, I'm jumping around, but it's fine. yeah, the thing is, um, this little boy is so special because uh, um, he he was badly neglect, neglected and, and malnourished, and uh, he he looked really bad. And um, we were, well, I, I don't think we were prepared or ready to just keep him, mm. but the the it just ended up happening that way. And um, he he couldn't cry, he just kept quiet. He was so quiet, and the 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 um, authorities told us uh, they have experience in this, and they told us that um, the children are actually left just you know to their own devices, without food, with with dirty nappies and whatever the case. And so the children actually cry to be fed and to be um, to be cleaned up. And uh, if that doesn't happen, they just go mute. They just mute. It's so yeah. sad. And uh, so afterwards, he, you know, he, he he caught up. He tried to catch up with everything, everything he lost. So um, yeah, that was that was just an amazing time. But like I said, uh, Leoni was diagnosed with cancer. Yes, yeah. and I think I think we need to concentrate on that yes. section in this next section because that is very important because you've got this child now and she's got the cancer. Yeah, that was I a mean, question. Wow, that was a question. God, why? What you gave me this child now? I've got mm. this death sentence. Sentence. Oh yeah. my goodness! So we're going to continue with this because I really, really feel that this is going to encourage us in when things happen in real life and then thank goodness you were in God's camp at that stage, eh? Yeah. Yes. And but we've got an incredible song now by a little friend of mine, uh Karine Deval. She's such a successful songwriter herself and it's called Pray On. Rise with Renette Myberg, finding God's truth for the way forward together. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and I just want to encourage you to please join us on facebook and we are live right now so but we've got an incredible guest in the studio with us and he was just sharing his life story um and i just want to uh introduce him again it's warren elliott and he's a songwriter and he's got a beautiful music ministry and he has traveled the world and he has really gone out there to spread the gospel and he is so honest and so transparent it's beautiful so thank you so much for joining us warren um and you were just sharing with us about your wife having cancer mm. you've just got saved yeah. you've got this child that has been mm. given to you and now you are 
believers. But thank yes. the Lord that you, he's in your camp, but still it must have been a real setback. No, definitely. Yeah, like, like I just briefly said, um, my wife's question was, you know, um, we found God now and we've got this boy and all of a sudden she has got, she got this death sentence and uh, we, n- none of us understood it. And um, so I ended up, we had a little business that we ran from home. Um, I had to sell that because it, it, it actually, the business, she, she dealt with a lot of clients and it put a lot of, I would say, stress on her. Mm. And I had to sell that. And um, as I mentioned, my, my singing career actually um, dried up. it dried up because, you know, obviously this is part of God's plan. Out of the secular into the <clears throat> yes. saved, yeah. Yeah, and uh, um, God actually, at, at our church that we were at that stage, the English church, um, we the, the pastor was a very powerful and accurate prophet. And uh, he, he gave us a word. And he said that um, we would we would go through in two years what most people go through in 20 years. It would be a difficult time, but he would take away all our um, worldly income, our man-made income. And we would we would have to trust and and yeah trust only in him for provision and this was this was 12 years ago and i'm going to share a bit on that a bit later because yes. it took me so long to actually get that to understand mm. that mm. but um so in the process of of we were we were renting a huge house and at the stage because we had this little boy we actually opened a door um and social services brought us several kids uh, we've we've i think we've had about 30 plus kids through our home wow yeah up to date um and uh but this stage so so kids i usually say it in this funny way but kids walked in the front door and the money walked out the back door i can imagine and and this for for you know new believer you don't understand kingdom provision you don't understand what's going on everything's going downhill all of a sudden you're going into the valley and uh um you know uh What's it? Um, yeah, the responsibility. Responsibility is growing, yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, so it was, it was, it was difficult. And uh, so uh, eventually, I got eviction notice, mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't pay this house, and uh, I couldn't tell my wife. And uh, yeah, it's a very long. That's a testimony on its own. That, but I went on a last tour, and just to cut it short. I've, I got this friend and he, he really motivated me or inspired me to read and pray Psalm 91 in, in, in that season that I was in, which I did. And uh, miraculously, and I only realized this a while ago, that while I was praying, the owner of the house that I rented was in Canada. And while I was praying, I believe God started stirring up stuff in his heart. And because... Uh, about four, three hours, sorry, three hours after I finished praying, that was one in the morning, four o'clock that following morning, I got an email, mm-hmm. which I only found at six when I woke up. But I, I, I saw that the, the email came in at four o'clock the morning. And in this email, he actually wrote off all the um, the, the, um, the outstanding debt, debt. Yeah, he, he withdrew the eviction notice. Yeah, <laughs> amazing, eh? And, and he gave us permission to stay in the property f- until the end of the, the, the term, which was another three or four months. Can you believe? Yeah, it doesn't end there. At the end of the day, you know, we didn't have any income. And uh, so how would I move? I had to move because I was, the house was sold. Yes. And, and eventually, it, it, a, a company with the name of Shiloh Synergy came to us. 
amazing, amazing company. And uh, so they they use this house as a as a as a um, a wing to a, a children's home, mm-hmm. and they it was empty now, and they asked us if we could use it, and they okay. just gave us this house to live in. Wow! For free. For free. For free. <laughs> My God! I'm telling you, <laughs> hey, it's amazing. Oh, and, uh, this is incredible. Know, it's it's it's. The whole thing is such a powerful testimony, and I'm really I feel I'm I'm falling around from side to side no, here. But I've got so this. much I've got so much I want to share with you, mm, and uh, uh, yeah. But but um, yeah. The part of Psalm 91 is really it, it's just changed my way of thinking, and I just realized that if we down on our knees and we've got nothing left in our own um, strength, and we look at God, and we can trust only in Him, and we pray His word to Him, then He is faithful. Then he is faithful because he can't lie. He can't. And what I realized afterwards was, and, and, and this is nothing to do with me, but Psalm 91, in, in one of the verses, it says, no plague will come near my home. Uh, I think it talks about sickness as well. I'm not sure. Yes. I can't remember. I've got this, like I said, very good short-term memory. <laughs> it, it's, it's short. But, but um, I really believe that in that prayer, God just um, uh, basically yield and 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 um, neutralized or, or in a way resto- restored everything because my wife was shortly after that she was she was cancer free a lot of people prayed for her yes 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 but, but he's she, the healer she, he's, he's the he's the healer and and um it's, it was just so amazing and i think in that season we didn't see the 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 power and the and the the I would say the hundreds the, of miracles, the, the favor and, and and you know just God's glory, and he and His grace. We didn't see it because we were, I would say in in, in a way we were still blind. Mm. We were still blind and also very new. Yeah, and that, that actually in in a way that 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 makes us still blind in a way mm. we don't see as we were supposed to because you know like um, like Paul says um, the Apostle Paul says that. You know, some of us are babies, and some of us we can we can actually eat like um, but faster spicer. Yes. Like I usually solid, refer, to, yeah, solids. Food. I usually refer to that as a steak. Some drink <laughs> yes. milk, some eat steak. steak so, that's so um, we were we were still drinking milk, and obviously babies. Uh, in in reality, babies, you know, they they know little. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I um. I made some notes here, but I'm not following any of it. <laughs> it's great, but you know what? It's as the Holy Spirit leads, because we are really trying to get to people feeling encouraged. This is the way to do things, because this is real life. Yeah. And we're just happy that you're sharing that with us. Yeah, I think um, this was a season, a season that we were meant to go through. Um, and like I said, we didn't see it at the time. And uh, um, I think a lot of us, maybe all of us, we find ourselves in, in certain seasons where we're down in the valley and we're trying to pray ourselves out of the valley. But God has a, a certain plan and strategy with the valley. He wants to burn off certain um, issues in our life that, that, can't, that won't be beneficial to our next season. And um, I believe, obviously, being in the valley, you don't see this. I'm actually writing a song now, Down in the Valley. Wow. And um, I've been writing it for nearly a year now, but but this is really because people in the valley don't see the good; they only see darkness. And that's where our growth actually. Yeah, happens. that's where the growth happens. And uh, 
yeah, um, it's very unfortunate that we didn't see it at the time. So you know, I just want to, I want to, you know, in the in the in the next session because I think you're going to really encourage us with that. Is yeah. that you know, with the eleven children and this uh, everything that you've got, that you can just really tap into this whole provision that you experience, but just understanding who He is in our world. Yeah, you know, and it's so interesting because we are really, honestly, living in times where we don't know what tomorrow brings. And especially in our in our situation in our country, every day is so different, and every family is going through something so different. Yeah. So, Warren, thank you so much for sharing that with us. But we're going to have to. Can, I can't believe our ten minutes goes. Oh wow! How <laughs> a session goes by, and it's just, just it's so loaded with incredible. Um, Holy Spirit-filled moments. So I really appreciate what you're sharing us. But we're going to listen to Glenn Robertson now uh, singing Africa. And that was Glenn Robertson with Africa. And yes, we've got a beautiful country and a beautiful continent. And we are trusting the Lord for revival, <coughs> absolute revival, and that all the darkness will be removed from Amen. Africa. And we've got uh, Warren Elliott in the studio with us, and I'm just so in awe of this young man with what he can do and what he has done with his life is incredible. And, uh, you know, he's a songwriter and he's a musician, a very successful music ministry, and uh, he's got a beautiful story about him and his family. So thank you so much, and I'm definitely going to be having you back with uh, that extra story that you've got to tell which i really want us to hear um warren tell me about the fact that you had to now depend fully Mm -hmm. and trust the lord on finances you've been given this home but now you have got all these children Mm. and you've got a wife that's just been ill and Mm. your business you've sold yeah what how did you navigate this yeah well i think um it, it i didn't navigate at all (laughs) <laughs> it was God. yeah it it was it was grace and uh, i really believe that um i was i was blinded by by fear and desperation um i had a lot of anger issues and frustration but um god is faithful and uh, he's great enough and um like I, I i quickly touched on earlier is that that day that 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 prophet told us that um our our worldly income would be taken away we had to depend and have faith solely in him in god um that was 12 years ago and it it really took me about 11 years mm, to to grasp it to grasp it mm. and to 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 bring this huge boat which is my life into the an alignment with this principle because it it takes forever if you if you if you don't know the gps coordinates yes. it takes forever you can get lost and so i had to 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 steer this boat into the right lane and and into alignment with this this provision principle and um and this all happened uh, last year i just, just all of a sudden it it just uh but it it wasn't me it wasn't something i did it was something god did he just blessed us wow. he just blessed us uh, we had we had serious car problems and um, I'm talking, yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about ninety thousand rands worth of problems, <gasps> and not one cent did I pay. Wow. 
Not one cent, I'm telling you. And uh, I was this, I'm an I'm a analyzer. I analyze everything and I think, overthink a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. And that's, that's, a, that's not always a good thing. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cut to the, to the, to the meat here. Yeah? And um, so uh, I used to, I used to pray for, for you know, God bless my finances, bless my business and, and, and just help me to be a good provider. And, and uh, I once, uh, actually a few years ago, I heard this very wise man say that, that you will never understand God's provision if you look at the world. Yes. And, uh, and this, this is something that just kept on, you know, I, I, I just kept on analyzing and overthinking this statement. And uh, um, that's what I did my whole life. And we, we look at new contracts, we look at increases, we look at promotions, we look at, um, some people actually look at the casino, they look at the lottery. No, for, yes. for increase and for provision. Yes. And 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 if you don't understand God's provision, and you're praying God bless my finances, you're actually saying God, I don't understand your provision. I'm looking at the world. Please give me more mammon. Mm. And then all of a sudden, when I realized I'm asking God for mammon, it might as well been asking Him for Buddha or whatever the all you know any In other God. God, yes. Because ma- mammon is the god of money. And, and, and I realized God, he's not going to do that. He's not going to give me mammon. I need to change my perspective and my, my mindset. And uh, this is what, what really um, changed my whole life, I think, in a, in a way. It, it doesn't make things, I think God can only trust you, what he, he can only give you what he can trust you with. Right. And, and if, if you're faithful to the little, he can, he can actually, you know, increase that it, in, you know, in time. But, I used to be the guy that had a plan B and a plan C and actually a plan D in place. Mm-hmm. And that's not faith. It's true. That's not faith. God has only plan yes. A. And, and um, faith without actions is dead. Amen. And um, I think to be consistent in, the, in that decision to, to, to have faith solely in God and not make any plans on... on Because... On, um, to be very honest with you, like you said, I'm transparent, and uh, sometimes people say I'm too transparent. I'm too, uh, you know, too honest, and I share too much. But my my fixed income and my fixed expenses don't match. They're like my income, and this is my expenses. Mm. My expenses, over, uh, you know, are far more than my my fixed income. Yes, but with and, a huge family like yours. Yeah, and and and, and and so I'm I'm so dependent on God and His provision. I've had it all the time, but now I see it. And you know what, what happens when you get that, that revelation of God's provision? Mm. You, you walk into a place of peace. Beyond understanding. Because you don't strive. You, you don't, you don't go, you, there's no desperation. There's no fear. There's just absolute peace. Knowing that, Lord, I need this. But I'm not going to strive and work and you know, kill myself to get this. You will give it to me if, if I need to have it. And if I need this fixed, he will supply because he, need, he, know, he knows what I need. Yes. And uh, I think um, j- just as a final note, I want to I wanna encourage people. Um, lo- last year, like you, like you mentioned, I'm a, I'm a worship leader. And, um, and I got this message actually for, for, for our worship band. But... After thinking about this, I realized that we're all worshipers. 
Worship is not only standing and singing in front of God or to God and, and worshiping him. It's, it's a lifestyle. Yes. And, yeah. and, and God gave me this image and I'm no one special. It's just, I'm just being obedient in sharing this. And uh, he gave me this image of an iceberg and one eighth of an iceberg is visible. That's the other seven eighths is under the water. Now, if, if the water represents the Holy Spirit, then what is that seven eighths? And these three words God gave me, humility, obedience, and sacrifice. And these three, let's call it character traits. I don't know what else to call it. Mm. But that will actually get you under the water and to the fullness of Christ. Amen. And I'm going to say that again. Humility, mm-hmm. obedience, and sacrifice. And now I, spoke to, I spoke to someone the other day. And humility is sometimes, I think not really uh, well understood um he said he um he had 400 rand in his pocket and the lord told him to give that certain person 100 rand and he knew for a fact that that guy doesn't have any money problems so this was an act of obedience he said no lord i'm gonna give him 400 bucks okay i'm gonna make you look good (laughs) and the lord said to him directly after that no you're going to look good. So that's prideful giving. Mm, prideful giving. Goodness. So, so be, um, humility is actually visible in your giving as well. And obviously, uh, uh, along with that is obedience. And I believe obedience, not in the big stuff. We don't commit murders. We don't you know, commit adultery and stuff. But what happens in your thoughts? What do you do when no one looks, when no one sees you? It's the motive the of the heart. Th- the thoughts. That's where you need to be obedient and align your thoughts. And um, it's the renewal of the mind. The Bible says that. And then the sacrifice. Um, to sacrifice television. To sacrifice social media. To sacrifice things that keep you from building your relationship with the Lord. Amen. Yeah, I've got so much more to tell yes, you. Yes, really I've got so to- much more. <laughs> We're going to have you back. Okay, we're going to definitely have you back in, and Delani back because I really would like to ask, you know, and I want you to sh- carry on sharing some of this because I really feel as a couple that you will have really got it. And the fact that you're going to come back and talk about the blended home because mm. that is so intricate at, in the world today that we're living in. You know, so many people have remarried. And he's got his children, you've got your children, and you've we've got, got ours, ours, ours mm. and all that. And now you've had an extra family, mm. and you still opened up your door through obedience yeah. to other children. So I really want you to come and share that story with us. So I'm going to let you, uh, you have to listen to my program every week to hear when he's on. But next week we have Rose Rude. Please join us. She is going to give us such an encouraged uh, a message, encouragement message of how to and what to expect from the Lord this year. So please stay tuned with us next week. And I just want to say thank you, Warren. It was awesome having you here today. Thank you for the opportunity. Please thank share. you so much. We really, really enjoyed that. And um, But now we're going to uh, have to get uh, Gilma Stander coming on now with the news and her programming this afternoon. So uh, we just want to say goodbye and be good and be safe and stick to the rules. And we will see you next week, same time, again on my program called Rise. Bye-bye. Thank you.
This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.